volume. DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and see code Shannon. New customers can bet just five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code Shannon. The crown is yours. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is John Middlecoff from 3 and Out with John Middlecoff. Superchargers, headlights, and more. With over 122 million parts, eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Stay on your A-game with all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. So what are, you, what are your thoughts? I mean, I've heard everything from a three-on-three tournament to a one-on-one, you get three dribbles max. What can the league do to fix the All-Star game? Forget the dunk contest. There ain't no, because the guys, the, 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 the name guys, Gil, when, when you and I were growing up, I mean, the top guys, Dr. J, uh, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins, you know, you had Kenny Skywalker, you had the the, the guys, they Larry Nance, they actually participated. Daryl Griffith, they called him Dr. Duncanstein. So Dr. Duncanstein. you know what I'm saying? So guys, I mean, with the exception of Matt McClung and Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown is the biggest name guy that we've had in this game in a long time. But for the most part, Gil, I mean, I don't know these guys. Yeah. Listen, I, I said it. I said what happened was this. When the NBA was introducing the dunk contest, they used their stars yes. to introduce it to the world, right? Um, and I said what happened was Michael, like Stephen A want to say LeBron messed it up. I want to say Michael Jordan and Dominique messed it up. They messed it up in this aspect. Who they were when they entered that contest, they were mega stars. Right. Jordan was a mega brand when he was entering the dunk contest. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Three times, he averaged 35, he averaged 37, he, he leading the league in scoring three. He was already a big entity. So him coming into that with that name, ooh. You'd already called him Air Jordan. He'd already gotten the nickname. So once he left and you said, all right, everybody, let's enter. You start looking around like, yeah, they're coming in, they're high flyers, but they don't have no. 
They don't have the they don't have the name that's coming into that. When Kobe came in, average six, he was average seven points a game. He's a rookie, right? When Kobe was Kobe Bean Bryant, he didn't enter the dunk contest. Mm-hmm. When Vince Sanity became Vince Sanity in 2002, three, four, that wasn't 2000 Vince, right? So when we did have the dunkers, they didn't have that, that Jordan brand behind it. So Jordan gave us Dominique Wilkins. You're talking, they were, they were creatures. They were NBA elites when they entered. Right. We, that we got privileged to that. And that's why we can pay, that's why we say the same names every year. When we think about the dunk contest, we go all the way back, 90 down, because those were star players in that dunk contest. Now it's one, two, one, two year players. But the thing is, Gil, what I think is, is that when they started having these no name and guys started missing 15 dunks before they got one. And people like, God, how many chances he gonna get? Mm-hmm. I mean, look, you get two chances. You don't get the, you don't get it in the hoop the first two times. Okay, now your time up. Gil, guys were taking six. I mean, I'm being unreal when I say 15, but guys were taking five, six opportunities. You can't, you can't hold people interest that long. Yeah. And so it, it, when you comes, you look at Gordon and Levine. That was amazing. That you, I can make the case. Those were the best dunk contest ever. Better than Jordan mm-hmm. and Dominique. Because what they were doing with the creativity and the elevation that they were getting. Mm-hmm. So clearly the dunk contest was alive and well. And guess what? LeBron James was still playing. You see, here's the problem that I have because LeBron James has always been in an unattainable situation. Well, he got mm-hmm. 23 because of Michael Jordan. Well, he did the powder toss because of Michael Jordan. Well, he doesn't do the dunk contest. Why didn't he do it? He did everything else like Michael Jordan. You see, he's in an mm-hmm. unwin. I don't look at LeBron as, I look at LeBron as an in-game power dunker. LeBron doesn't have the creativity of, mm-hmm. of a Mac McClung or Aaron Gordon or Zach Levine or, or mm-hmm. a Jason Richardson. That's not a Vince yep. Carter. That's not what he is. And, and that's, that is the problem with us as fans. And that's why I said Michael Jordan ruined it. He ruined it because he was the perfect person. Right? You're talking about the dude with the 48-inch vertical, the dude that was a star, he was a scorer, he was creative in the air, right? So you had the 10 out of 10 guy enter the dunk contest, right? right? There's only been a few of those in this game. Right in this game, and Vince was the next yes. one who had all the tools. He was the guy that was supposed to be in there three, four times. Yeah. They keep it going, and everybody's trying to beat him. Right? We didn't have it. We had it one and done. Yeah. Right? LeBron James, what he clicked was the high, the power, the creativity. No, I can tell you the three dunks that he only had. Right? He was gonna pull it back real hard, not from the free throw line. Right, which Jordan gonna have him on that, but he's gonna pull it to the side. Right, other than that, he was gonna go in, do the rock, rock the baby, rock the baby, and then he was gonna do the the old one hand up, 
Statue of Liberty, swing it, bring it back. Go. That was it. Other than that, unless you wanted him to dunk on somebody. Right. Right. All right. Look, Shaq, you're going to come out there and you're going to try to block my shit for real. Right. And I'm going to try to dunk on you. Ooh. Right. Other than that, there's some guys who are creative dunkers yes. and there's some guys who dunk. Jalen Brown, you just a dunk on somebody. Yes. Yes. <laughs> you're not a, you're not a creative dunker. Because he's right? trying to do the D Brown, but you can't do the D Brown once you land. You know, D. Brown covered his eyes. He was in the air. And you can't put... Hold on. So I'm like, hold on. I'm like, wait, I'm, I'm looking at this. I said, hold on. Aaron Gordon dunked over Taco Fall. Mac McClung <laughs> dunked over Shaq. Hell, Blake Griffin dunked over Kia. He dunked over... One guy dunked over a KIA. The other guy dunked over a KAI. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> I mean, man, look, and then, you know, I, and we had Kyle on the other night. And he's been unbelievable. But anybody that's ever seen Kyle in person, you and I both know he's not 5'9". Okay, he's not 5'9", and then you put him in a chair. He even said himself, I thought he was going to stand me up in the chair. Uh-huh. So you get a guy that's vertically challenged, and you mm-hmm. put him in a chair. So if you put him in a chair, he's half the height that he was when he was standing. So what? Hey, uh, I'm like, what the hell is this? Hey, uh, that was the point, huh? Because you can tell he didn't prep for this. He was just out there having fun, right? He was out there having fun, but he could have just jumped, dunked over uh, Tatum's son he, at that you. point. We didn't just dunk over Duke. Yes. Because at this point, brother, <laughs> what you've been doing, it ain't it yet. He could have dribbled the ball. He could have jumped over Kai. Hell, I jumped over two guys back in 87 and just sitting in chairs. So that wasn't nothing <laughs> spectacular about the dunk that he did. And they gave him and they gave him great scores for that. I'm like, no, so you should have punished him for that to let him know, bro, you can't dunk over a, a guy his size in a chair and have us reward you for a quality dunk because that's not what it was. Look, Matt McClung deserved to be a two-time, but the fact of the matter is we got to go get a guy from the G League. And he earned, no. he earned Gil, he earned no, it again. No, no, no. He earned it. No, I no. mean, the guy cleared Shaq. You can say what mm-hmm. you want to say. He cleared Shaq. My thing is this, man. The dunk contest, today's kids can do things that we 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 can't believe can be done, right? When Jacob Smith came into the dunk contest, right? And he wrapped it around the back of his body and dunked it. Everybody's like, what the hell was that? Yeah. These young kids got that. Now, the question is, why wasn't the Thompson twins in it? Why wasn't Jalen Green in it, right? Um, why wasn't, like, you got these young first-year kids that got these 45, six-inch verticals that do sit at home thinking of this right. stuff, right? The days of The days of the 90s is gone. Right. If you want your impact of your dunk contest, you need to spit out the money that's going to impact it. Because right now, most of these guys, what we what they did to Gordon, everybody watches. Yeah. Right. Ah, yeah. Right. I don't want to be a part of something like that. Right. So you need to start with the refs. I mean, um, the judges. The judges should be the Steph Curry the Danes, the Lucas, guys who don't dunk. The reason for that is they are not jaded by their ability or what they did or what, what they, they could seen. do. 
They're judging it in real time, right? So someone like Luca can sit there and say, well, shit, I can't do that. That's a 50, right? You you will have real fair judging because these guys can't do that. You guys have Dr. J in there. Dr. J's jaded by his jumping ability. He's not judging it. Dominique, his win, every windmill he see, yeah. He ain't bringing down like I, got, I did. I brought that thing. I, I really I, windmilled it. I ain't do no this <laughs> right here. I brought that thing all the way down. I got a 49, goddamn it, you're getting a 47. Yeah. Right? Right. So that's what ends up happening too. So you have to clean that up. Then from there is when you go to um, when you're getting ready for the dunk contest, grab out that big old computer in the book and say, okay, this kid, he 48. Okay, he's in it. He's in it. Hey, hey, oh, hey, hey, the, the guy that's sitting on the end of your bench, uh, Spurs, you, you let him know he in the dunk contest, and I don't care what kind of vacation he's going on. <laughs> oh. Right, <laughs> right, and Stephen A. Smith said something about a million dollars. You want to go out and give everybody a million dollars? These outside, how about this? Give the NBA players a million dollars. I guarantee you, they'll jump over the goddamn backboard. Well, Vince said it was him, T. Mac, LeBron, and somebody else, but they pulled out. So the NBA had a million dollars. Now I don't know if it was a million dollars for everybody or a million dollars to the winner. I, but it, I think he said it might have been him. Uh, Chad, help me out. I think it was him. I think it was T-Mac, Vince Carter, Kobe, and LeBron was supposed to be in the dunk contest. They said that because I I'm, I said that this put, this should have been a dunk I, contest. I think, I think uh, 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 BC said it. So it should have been. Well, this would have been about 2004, 2003, yeah. four. But, but that, is the, that is the case now, Right. This is not an image thing. You're like the 80s. Those guys was forced because of the image. Jordan had a, he had an interest. He had a personal interest. His shoes, his brand. That was the number one thing that sold his shoes. Because once he took out from the line, he he could fly. Now look, Dr. J and and Connie Hawkins, they were the first guys. David, the Skywalker. David Thompson was Mm -hmm. the first Skywalker. Then Kenny, Kenny, uh, uh, Kenny Walker later got that name. But David Thompson was the first guy they called him the Skywalker. But when Michael Jordan took out from that free throw line and he held it out like this, it was over. It was over. Nobody's going to that, that shoe. So now, now, so he, so he's entering for a force for something that impact his yes. life. So here, they don't have that. So you're going to have to entice them with something like it was for Jordan, the, right? You're gonna have to give these guys something. Gil, There's no the money that got so great uh, now, Gil. Again, again, I'm surprised Jalen Brown did. Jalen Brown got a contract for three hundred seven million dollars. What the hell they can offer me? A, a million? You better, you better. Hey, Gil, the thing what you can offer me, you better offer me with the baddest IG girl two weeks, two weeks straight with the baddest <laughs> IG girl. That's all uh, you got. You know, <laughs> uh, you know what the all-star game winner gets? I, the game, it's how much? I played 50 grand. Second play, the losing team, 35 grand. Man, that's great money. You know what we got? The winners for the Pro Bowl, 10 grand. You know what the losers got? Five grand. And we going to Hawaii. You take five people to Hawaii, put them up in the hotel room that's 250 a night, and feed them for a week and see how much that cost you. But this is but y'all doing that at the end of the season. This is this is this is all-star weekend when we don't want to be there. You telling me to play hard 
if I may, listen, if I make $100,000, $200,000 a game, you better jump your price up. <laughs> you better jump your price up. <laughs> I make two hundred. dollars Jump your price up. I got you, boss. Vince Carter said the NBA offered him, LeBron, Kobe, Tracy McGrady, a million each to do the dunk contest. BC said, and I quote, I know for a fact a couple of years back that the NBA tried this tactic as far as upping the ante a little bit. A million dollars they threw around to some names like Braun, Kobe, T-Mac. My name was thrown in there, of course, and a few other people for a million dollars, but you couldn't get a commitment from everyone to do it. And even like, they, uh, even I was like, eh, I'll wait to see what the field does. See, there it goes. I want to see. See, <laughs> and there is a competitiveness in it. If LeBron says yeah, Vince says yeah. If Kobe says yeah, Vince and Bron says yeah. Right? Do you, you want to see? Does right? See, so when people say it's not competitive, when it comes to your individual, see, this is the thing that people aren't understanding. When it comes to the individual himself, that means I don't have nobody else with me. Oh, let's party. We want to see who the best dunker in. Let's party. You want to see who the best three-point shooter is? Let's party. See, if I got to rely on nine other players and a coach to come out here and perform, there becomes an issue, right? Right. But if you say, let's dunk, let me see who's entering. All right, Jay Rinch injured, Kobe, I'm in. Let's let's put the jumping ability to the test. That's why I said, go one-on-one. One-on-one in the NBA, you can have them pay. Say there's a million dollars for the winner, but you got to pay to enter. Watch how many players enter that damn thing. And guess what? And guess what? I want to make you have a million dollars. Said you don't like the World Series of Poker when they get to the final two. Uh, they bring they bring the money, sit it on the table. There you go. That's what y'all playing for. Hey, hey, you gonna have you gonna have you gonna you gonna have players who ain't even part of it sitting there doing this, yeah, baby, yeah, baby. But shit, you put the money out there, goddamn, all of everybody looking too. Yeah. There's no everybody looking because this this is a matter of your pride yourself. Yeah. That that's what it is. Two on two, three on three. Like I will do this. Let's say three on three, right, huh? Everybody who makes the All-Star, every the 24 players who make the All-Star, right? Three on three. Three on three. You got eight teams of threes, right? Four on the West, four on the East. Four players on each side. You pick your team to compete. Then we have bracket play, right? Go to seven. The winner wins this. There's no joking around now because right. now because now, if I'm Braun, I'm sitting here like, all right, my first pick. Now I'm thinking about who's going to go hard. Right. All right, give me a, give me book. Right. Now you got players really building their rosters. Now we playing. Right. We're playing West against West. Then we go against the East. Right. Now you're three on three. You have different bracket plays. You have a more competitive game, and you still get the same the same twenty four All Stars. I like it. I know three on three, you're talking about a whole different game because I'm not going, you're not just going to sit there and shoot a half court shot. We're going to seven, bro. Oh, hell no. Every possession nah, matters. And you, you think about it now, let's say LeBron, LeBron, he got Cat with him and Cat shot two threes and then he's sitting there doing one of these again. Like, nah, man. Nah, bro. You got, you got Ant-Man guarding you. Get your ass in the post. 
That that's what it end up happening. More pride would be taken if they did it that way. The five on five, let it go. That you ain't getting you ain't getting nothing out of it no more. The post game era in Portland is looking rough. The Blazers have lost sixty percent of their local viewership, indicating a significant drop in their fan base. The next biggest drop is Brooklyn, whose local viewership is down thirty eight percent, sixty percent. What does that say about the importance of stars? They're everything. Every day, right? Um, but we knew we knew Portland was going to take a hit, right? You know, the the guy everybody came to see was Dame, yep. right? Uh, so we, we know you you were going to lose some some fans because of the trade. You were going to lose some fans because of the record. So one, you have to build the team back up. You have to build the excitement back up. We get that. Brooklyn, ah, you guys in New York, right? You you will hope that just the city itself would have retained retained his, his fans. Man, like Gil, you had KD, James Harden, and Kyrie. Now all of those guys are gone. What about they going? They reverted back to what the Brooklyn Nets used to be. <laughs> Did they reverted back to New Jersey. Yes, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be crass or anything, but it's the fact. It's a it's mm-hmm. a start. It's a star driven league, and the superstars mm-hmm. is what get butts in the seat and get eyeballs on the two. And mm-hmm. Brooklyn doesn't have one. The Portland Trailblazers doesn't have one. The Portland Trailblazers had Bill had Bill Walton foot injuries. He left. They had uh, 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 Brandon Roy injuries. He gone away. Lamarcus Aldridge, the next player, he goes. Uh, he goes to San Antonio. And now Dane, the last guy they had, said, "Oh, we got a guy that injuries, and then he doesn't want to leave. We got a guy, and he's like, no, 'No, I'm gone.' Yeah. So Portland's like, well, damn. The the stars that we've had." either were forced to retire early or left. Yep. And like you said, build back up. That's a lot easier said than done because you know what Brooklyn was before they got Kevin Durant? Do you know what Portland was? Yeah, they won a few games because uh, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge was a a very good player. Yeah. But once they got Dane. And then it seemed like he, I mean, he, I think they could have been really good if he'd have stayed with Dane. But he wanted yes, to go, right. you know, they sold him a dream. It's going to be your team, yada, yada, yada. He goes to San Antonio. And it would work. I mean, because Kawhi, Kawhi was great. But Kawhi mm-hmm. hurt that foot against Golden State. And then the next year he had that, that quad injury. They didn't believe he was injured as much as he said he was. And it just... Go. Yeah, when you're in a small market, you're gonna have to have a really big name or a really good solid team. Yes, uh, you know, just there's just some teams that can't sustain down sizes like this. Like that is surprising, and you know, Portland and Brooklyn have to really look at themselves and look at what they're doing because you have a team in Detroit that lost 29 straight games in day in front of you. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that's bad. You know what I mean? They're in front of you because Detroit supports their team, yes. right? When they were playing Toronto that day, that was a sold-out crowd, and they own 29-game losing right. streak, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> so Portland, you, don't have anything, you don't have anything but basketball. You ain't got no hockey so, team. You ain't got no, no, no baseball team. I know uh, Seattle is up there, but that's not important. 
So what the problem is? They should be in there. That, that should, lower your tickets, goddamn it. Hey, hey, right now you got WNBA prices. How about hey, that? I, hey, hey, I'll give you a promiseable pair. Hey, you got Nike headquarters up there. Hey, promiseable pair of Nikes. Everybody that comes uh, by a ticket to the game, you get a pair of Nikes. Air Force Ones hey. or some Air Maxes or something. Hey, 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 treat it like Wendy's. Hey, hey, tonight is a four for four special. Come and get your four for four. Four tickets. Uh, yeah. Yeah, hey, for real. Four tickets, four hot dogs, four sodas, <laughs> and nachos for $40. $40. Come on. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. I remember the time I got the vehicle I wanted. I dreamed about it. And I remember the very first time I saw that car in person, I knew I had to have it. And I remember getting that car at the end of 93, black on black, everything you could ever dream of. Everything that I thought that car would be, it was that and more. And I just remember getting it, driving it home. And man, I was the coolest guy in all of the world. And I drove that car and I just the way I felt when I pulled up to where there was a, a, a fast food restaurant where it was going out to meet my homeboys. It did not matter. I knew nobody could touch me. And it, sometimes I would just go out in my garage and just turn the lights on and just look at it because a small kid from Glenville, Georgia, owned a car that many other kids dreamed of owning. And here it is in my driveway uh, in my parked in my garage. And sometimes I would just crank it up just to hear that engine purr. I was like, yeah, this me, this me. And 
my biggest regret of all the cars, and I've had some really nice cars in my time, was when I parted away with, with it. I don't know really why I did it, because it wasn't like I was strapped for money or it was taking up too much space. It was just that, you know, at some point in time, when you only have a car that's eight years old and you only have 2,000 miles on it, you have to ask yourself. And it was costing me to to insure it and tag and title it every year uh, more than I was getting out of it. And so I parted ways with it. And uh, after I sold it, I tried to get it back, but the guy didn't want to sell it back to me. <laughs> so that was the only time that I've actually had buyer's remorse. And uh, if I had it to do it all over again, I would still have that car in my possession. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motor has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Take this out, Gil. Scotty Pippen, Horace Grant, Luke Longley, go on a tour addressing the last dance. Pippen and Grant have been vocal about their portrayal in the ESPN docuseries. Horace Grant was quick to call Jordan a liar for claiming he leaked information to Sam Smith, the Jordan rules, while Scotty went on to say how upset he was at his portrayal and even released a memoir titled Unguarded, where he shares stories about dealing with Michael Jordan. The tour is set to begin February 23rd in Tasmania and will make be making stops in Melbourne and Sydney. Grant said, well, as you know, I speak my mind and it's going to be no BS tour. Believe me, I'll tell you this. The X factor in the first three and the second three, I would have kicked Dennis Robbins. You know what? <laughs> Come out, get the tickets. You'll hear a lot. Now, <laughs> when the last dance aired, mm-hmm. Horace Grant reached out to me. We home, we're both from Georgia. He's from middle Georgia. I'm from South Georgia. And he reached out to me because he wanted to clear some things up. And he said, there's some other stuff. And I said, well, I said, you know, I call him, I said, oh, I don't, I don't really feel like sharing this. Because, but we was in the pandemic at that time, Gil. I said, mm-hmm. oh, I don't feel comfortable sharing this. But once we get out of the pandemic, if we, I would love to have you on to share this, what you're telling me. But I don't feel comfortable because people will say, well, Shadow, you hate it. You hate Jordan. And he probably didn't yep. even say that. So they're going to need to hear that come out your mouth. And so mm-hmm. I'm interested to, to hear what's going to come out of his mouth. Is it going to be similar to what he shared with me? Because that's what I'm interested in see. And so that's why I like, and I was like, I like, you know, but once, you know, last dance kind of went away, you know, we kind of moved on and like, okay, let's just let it go, blah, blah, blah. But I'm I'm, going to listen to what they got to say because, look, in a lot of people's eyes, Michael Jordan can do no wrong. He's he's gone. Mm -hmm. And I tell people all the time, the first time I met him, I felt like I was meeting and I hate to be blasphemous or sacrilegious, but he seemed like he was elevating. He seemed like he had a, a... uh, 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 a light, a shining light behind him, and he was sitting on clouds. Uh, that's, I mean, and you hear a lot of people say the exact same thing when they meet Michael Jordan for the very first time. And they're NBA players, great NBA players, and they feel like this. But um, obviously, he had <laughs> he had final say on whatever was going to be in the docuseries. Uh, and so, but I knew early on, but I found out, like I said, you didn't know. I thought he and Scotty were closer 
and then come to find out they're not close at all. Not close. I put that was like close. They they far apart like like Sydney and San Francisco. They, yeah. That's how they far apart they are, Gil. Be honest, I don't want to hear none of this shit. You don't want to hear nothing? Uh, I don't want to hear none of it. The, the reason uh, is, and I'm going to speak for the new school. I'm going to speak for the Kevin Durant and all of them. I don't want to hear the shit about no champion complaining about being a champion. <laughs> you stole our own championships and do whatever it takes to win a championship. Six-time champ. Three-time champ, three-time champ. Don't give two shits about what Michael Jordan did to help you motherfuckers become a champion. Because when people come at you, you do this right here. Whatever it took, stand on no. it. I don't want you to complain about how brutal he did. He told me this. You, you a champion, right? I thought that's nah, all he right. got me portrayed. He got me portrayed like a B-I-T-C-H. He got people thinking. Ooh. He got people thinking I'm a garden tool. I can't have that. Hey. I can't have that, Gil. I can't hey. have it. I gotta clear my name. You a six time garden tool, goddammit. I want my restitutions. <laughs> listen, I, listen. The, the, that's the problem. It's a conflict. It it kind of makes it look bad. You done told us championships or not. You're laughing at Charles Barkley. You're laughing at Patrick Ewing. And then you tell us that you didn't like it. He was a bad guy. He was a bad boss. What? No. <laughs> No, you don't like to. Y'all don't like being champions. Say it ain't so. <laughs> when I said, hey, I'd rather take 300 million than seven rings, y'all over here like, you're crazy. I, no, hey, hey, they, hey, they're going around talking about no bull. They, their rings, they got, them, they got them rings and they don't seem too happy now. Yeah. I mean, look, everybody wasn't going to be Michael Jordan. And even if you had a great career, uh, Magic doesn't have to take a backseat. Magic is a three-time MVP. He got five rings, uh, finals MVP three times. But everybody mm -hmm. wasn't going to be Jordan. There's only one Michael Jordan. I don't care who, I'm great. Somebody might score 100,000 points in their career. They are never going to be Michael Jordan because of that shoe. That shoe mm -hmm. is what said, yeah, he was great. And I don't know, well, shut up, say the only reason. No, understand what I'm saying. Prior to mm -hmm. that, People wasn't wearing sneakers yeah. with tuxedos. People wasn't wearing sneakers with suits. People weren't wearing uh, uh, sneakers to formal events. He made it a, a style. It was a fashion. The sneaker became a fashion statement. His shoe became a fashion statement. And now you have everybody else and the shoe. You get the Louis Vuitton. You get the Gucci. You get the Prada. You get the G-Bone shit. You mm -hmm. get all of those. But that guy did that. You know what Michael Jordan is? Everybody understanding now, especially everybody on Nightcap and Club Shape J. Michael Jordan is, to basketball, what Cat Williams did on your channel. Yes. Right? He did it in a style, clever, charisma, funny Gave you the drama. He gave you such a big overall package that the field, they can't keep up. They're not going to keep up because, one, him 
who he is, how he moves is a whole different entity. Yes. So when you come on here, you can give us the drama, but are you going to give us the charisma? Are you going to be clever? Are you, and that's who the Michael Jordan was to the world, how Cat is. So no matter who you got, that everybody, we're going to be judging it off the same one man. And that's, and that's why I say sometimes there comes a force in this world yeah, that like him. hasn't been seen before that does something that just says, Oh, what is this? I remember when you said, I, I think this is going to go 2.5. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to go to the, oh, I think we're going to get about 2.5. And somebody said, yeah, yeah, you already got that right now. <laughs> I, I, had, I, had, I had no idea. I don't think anybody thought. And I was, like, I was talking to somebody uh, at the All-Star. I say, when, when you saw Michael Jordan, you faced him in his rookie season. I think I was having a conversation with Dr. J. I said, mm-hmm. did you know? He said, no, I thought he was good. I thought he was very good. I thought he was going to be a great player. But nobody thought he was going to be that. Mm. And you didn't. And as great as, as Cat was, and I was hoping for 10 to 15 million views. Oh, that's oh, what okay. people don't, and I tell people this. I say, do you understand? There's not a whole lot of, there's not a whole lot of people sitting down having an interview, a conversation that's doing that number. Yeah, I, no. I uh, uh, Steve Steve Harvey ended up going over 11 million views. I got a couple at 6 million views. I say, but do you understand what 10, 15 million views is? I say, a, t- a, a, a sitcom that get 10, 15 million views will be on for 20 years if they got those years. numbers once a week. And so yes. you telling me that, I, no, I didn't know. No, the only person that knew that he could generate this was Cat because he told me. And he said, your life's going to change. You're going to be in a new mm-hmm. realm, a new stratosphere, and people are going to, want to, want, going to want to come on your podcast because you offer a safe space for people to tell their truth. But now, he said they're going to come for you. And I was like, Cat, come on, Cat. I mean, I, 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 just, I just, you know, I guess, they, I guess it's like uh, uh, somebody wrote, I guess I'm harboring a fugitive. You know what I'm saying? Man, hey, he came to my house, but I, you, 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 you held him up. You helped him. A vain cap. So they're looking at me because he and Monique said what they said on my platform. They hold me culpable. Now, mind you, I've done Johnny Manziel is my 110th. He's up right now. Johnny Manziel is the 110th person, different person, because I haven't had any repeats yet. The 110th person that I've sat down with. They judge me on two podcasts. Yep. <laughs> now I had DC Young fly. I had Sandy Entertainer. I had Ricky Smiley. I had Michael Blackson. I had Steve Harvey. I had Country Wayne. I had Desi Banks. But it's two. I've had Magic Johnson. I've had Floyd Mayweather. I had my brother. I had Demar Derozan. I had Lamar Odom. I had Steve Smith. It's two podcasts. Oh, I'm messy. Yep. So one less than two percent of the podcast that I've sat down with people, that's how you judge me. And it's funny because he knows he told you this was going to happen. Yeah. To let you know how powerful he know what he was holding in. Right? He knew his greatness. He knew what he was giving you. He knew it. That's why he can call it out. They're going to come for you. There's only a few people that can beat that interview and 
One is them telling on themselves, yeah. right? You got P. Diddy, right? And P. Diddy come out with the confessions, one, boom, right? And then you got the lady with the uh, sexual island, whatever the hell that shit was. And she starts telling on the Oh, world. yeah, yeah. Those are the only two Makes, entities, yeah. right, that can come out and do some damage like that. But as the interviewer, when someone says, man, Shannon, I was like, oh, because he's supposed to know, right? He, he, he got his answers. I said, Shannon has his playbook. Yeah. Came in with his own fucking playbook. So I and my thing was I was talking, I was talking to my um, I was talking to someone. I said, so let me ask you this. Who that's in my space that do what I do would have told Cat Williams, nah, Cat, we're not gonna, I don't want to, I don't want to interview Cat. I, I don't want to interview Monique. I don't want to hear whatever you said, we don't believe. And after he said, because at the end of the day, you might sit down with someone, but you don't have to mm -hmm. air it and would have sat on that. I just want to know, chat, how many people you think that do what I do from whomever, the Breakfast Club or whomever, let's just say there are 500 people that's in the space that I'm currently in, how many of them would have cut Cat off and not, re and, and even if they do the interview and he said exactly what he said on mine, not release it? How many people no. that's in the space, uh, Monique has done 13 million views, about what I thought she would get. I remember her talking. I said, I believe she'll do somewhere between 10 and 15 million. If you do mm -hmm. the breakout clip, she's over 15, she's over 15 million. But I thought the, the entire episode would be somewhere between 10 and 15. So she's right there, smack dab, 13 million. Um, probably by the end of the year, she'd probably be at 15 million. So it'll do what I thought it would do. But when you look at all the people that's occupied the space that are occupied, I don't believe, I believe they're being disingenuous when they said, oh, he would, I wouldn't have let him do this, or I wouldn't have said that, or I wouldn't have even aired the clip. I don't believe it. They're, li they're lying because the problem is they, when you're interviewing someone, if I interview a football player right now, right, I only have certain information on the guy, right? So He's telling you his truth. You don't know what's a truth, what's a lie for you to even call him out on anything. And that's why I said, no matter who says something, zero people will not air that. Zero people is not going to air the, the Cat Williams order Moniz because they don't know yes. what you're just listening to the guy talking, right. boom, boom, boom. You don't know what to edit. You don't know because it's their story. Right. They're telling their story. We're listening, right? The only people that know that some of this stuff is a lie is the people that's involved. Correct. Now, the people that's involved, they got to come and tell their side, right? Now, when Kat does it and then they start telling their sides, now we're back, we're sitting here doing this. Right. You get to, was, you, and you get to believe. I don't try, and I didn't say, oh, oh, Kat, well, try to go even further. He said what he said, I move on. She said yeah. what she said, I move on. Now, the viewing audience, the listening audience, you decide, oh, I think he lying. That doesn't sound like something X, Y, Z would do. That doesn't sound like something X, Y, Z will say. Well, I don't believe that about knowing the person, the character that that person is. Okay, but that's not for me to decide. Yeah. I had no idea when I sat down with Cat Williams. Unfortunately, guys, I don't follow the comedy circuit that close. I don't. Mm -hmm. I just don't because I'm not going to talk about it. I follow things that I know I'm going to talk about. I'm going to follow things that make me money. Basketball, mm -hmm. football, <laughs> social issues. I follow stuff like that. 
I don't know about who likes who, who cool with who, who stole this, who stole that. I don't know. And I would be mm-hmm. sitting here lying if I said I did. So when Cat came on, I knew who Cat Williams was. Hell, he used to live up in Gainesville. We had, mm-hmm. He and I having a conversation before. You know, he he moved. He left, he left the state of Georgia. He lives in a totally different state now. So I knew mm-hmm. that. But all this stuff he's telling me, I didn't know because I don't follow it like that. That doesn't pay me money. Somebody want to tell me who my favorite, I can tell you who my favorite comedians are and mm-hmm. who I listen to and who I would pay my money to go see. But all this other stuff that he was talking about, I ain't know. I didn't. And was so funny. And I'm watching it from I'm watching it from the standpoint of a host. And I'm saying, all right, what would I have cut out? Right. And I'm sitting here like, nothing. What am I cutting out? Right. Right. If, if, you know, Cedric, the entertainer said this and I allowed it, then I have to give him a chance to respond. Steve Harvey, a chance to respond. So these guys, I have, I have to give him a chance to respond on the things that were said about him. So there's really nothing I can cut out without doing him any disjustice because the one thing you don't want to do is you don't want to erase something and then he calls you like, yo, why'd you exactly, take this out? Exactly, because everybody say, well, he edited that out. That's not what he said. So most of the time, Mm-hmm. 98% of the time, 99% of the time, the interviews ran into the entirety. Yep. Unless they say something that jeopardizes the interview itself. Yes, yes, yes. I'm, I'm not going to like, like if I, if he called, like I said, if he said something, like I said, I didn't think he said anything, but like if he makes some anti-Semitic statement or something that I think is going to not only damage him, but damage me also, I, I, I can't put that out. And they're, you know, yeah. so for me, they're like, well, Shelly, I like, bro, y'all actually, y'all got too much time with y'all in. Because Shelly, <laughs> Shelly got five jobs. And Shelly, mm-hmm. is, is, Shelly is, is like researching, trying to get ready for first take, trying to get ready for nightcap, trying to do the best deep dive I can, CJ and I, on guests on Club Shay Shay. But I don't follow it that close. I don't know they got beat. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Stuff that I'm, I'm mm-hmm. talking about football and basketball on a daily basis. And occasionally there was a time, what, during the pandemic that we had uh, uh, the, the social issues and we had to call it Kaepernick. So, okay, now I've got to spend a lot of my time, okay, talking about that, dealing with that, researching that, going back to history and understanding the flag and understanding the blacks and the flag and understanding what the flag represents. And that's what I said, and people got mad, I said the flag doesn't represent everything to everybody. It might mean something to him, but something Mm -hmm. totally different to him. And so because it means that to you, that doesn't mean that you, it has to mean that to me. And so I'm researching and 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 understanding the history of that. But this cat thing is like, bro, I didn't expect it to get, I mean, it's about to hit 60 60 million views. 60. And what was it about? And was it, are you at about 300, 300 altogether, all the impressions and everything? Oh, uh, uh, 300, uh, a million? No, 300 million. Oh, over. All the impressions and all, over. like, I know you're all- over. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I was, it, it, that's like the all star numbers, right? It's, it's yeah. some of the 60 just for that, but overall is that. I mean, when you look um, at, hold on, let me see. I think, I think he's done like 1.5 million likes or something, which is crazy. Mm. Let me see what cat. The, the, the biggest problem was, um, is complex ranked you number one. <laughs> that wrote- <laughs> and, 
and you stamped it goddamn it down. <laughs> you see many, you put the goddamn Jordan 1s in everybody's face right after. So everybody know, goddamn it, Shannon's number one next year too, goddamn it. And that's just the way it is. It's got 1.5 million likes, 202,000 comments, which is crazy. And I think the it's, thing is, look, you lose your job in June. And in November, December, you rank number one sports personality. And then you start to, and I, but I told you, I said, I'm coming out. I said, mm -hmm. look, and I think the thing is, is that because I was talking to a good friend of mine tonight, and I said, I think the thing is, what happened is that when I was down and I bounced back, not only did I bounce back quick, I bounced up so high. So he Ooh. had to have done something. He had yeah. to have sold his soul. He had to have sold out his people, even though nobody can tell you what I sold or who I sold out, but I sold out my community. And that's what, that, and, and, and I was like, man, they, they, man, they, they mad at, they, they, they mad at me. They, they upset at me. Uh, no, they upset. It's me that I got the cat interview because I don't believe it with 60 million views. And they know if you're in this space, they know what 60 million views does. Yeah. They know the 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 uh, the monetary because people have done <laughs> people have done things trying to say well well if he does this much CPMs and he gets this much RPMs and he get this many downloads and he gets this many this and he gets many that they're like hold on it, 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 you 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 are you are during COVID Amazon right now yeah right you are you are Amazon right now for 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 content. Right. If anybody want to get something out and they know it's going to go boom, they come into you. If Kevin Hart wants to talk, you got to come to you. If you are you are that dude. Right. And that was the problem. Is. You got to remember, for, for the most part, everyone's haters. Right. No one knows how to compete and say, well, well, hey, I'm trying to keep up with him. I'm 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 following his drift. Right. Right. And so I can, it's like I'm trying to we're trying to take each other off the road. And yeah. Right. And that's the but same thing. Yeah, it's like, well, you know, Gil wants to put this on his channel. And now that you I said, I don't care. I said, I want Gil to succeed. I read. Make sure y'all subscribe to Gil, not only to his podcast, his YouTube channel, subscribe to his personal page. I want to see Gil win because I mm -hmm. saw in the pandemic. The U.S. government print money. So I know they got a lot of it. If they run out of it, they'll print more. So I'm not going to try. I'm not going to get in the way of Gil's making money. If I can help Gil make money, I'm going to help Gil make money. And if somebody comes along and they're better than me and they do better job than me and they get more sponsors and advertisers and make more money, that's okay. Because at some point in time, I pass somebody up. And I know eventually somebody's going to pass me up. But that's not going to stop me from doing great content. I don't expect in my lifetime to ever do another interview like this. And that's okay. <laughs> this is my thriller. I got thriller. Bad was not a bad album. Off the Wall yep. was, I believe Off the Wall was his greatest album, even though it didn't have mm -hmm. the commercial success as Thriller did. I think I've mm -hmm. done some great interviews. The Steve Harvey, all I, I think for the most part, all the interviews that I've done have been very good. Great. I mean, I got 24 interviews with at least 2 million. At least yeah. 2 million views. That's just the full episode, not counting the breakout clips. So to make it seem like all of a sudden I just burst on the scene, Club Shay Shay is about to be four years old in September. Yeah. And I've been doing this, and I got 110 episodes. 
I think the Johnny Manziel interview is going to be is great. But if you don't think I can interview people, go back and look at some of my work at CBS when that's what was required, that that was their platform. And I got to go out and I got to like, OK, you say this. Well, I got to say where well, I got the stats to say that, because that was that was a different that was a different uh, uh, genre. That was a that was an interview. I'm having a conversation, bro. I ain't asking nobody where you from sitting down with, with Tony <laughs> Romo or or Matthew Stafford or somebody like that. I ain't uh, when I sat down with Gates. Ain't that where, where you from? Come on. Like, like you, you see me when I ring number seven, I, I'm happy. What? Right. Um, because when if you're a real competitor, right, you're looking at what people what makes people great. Yes. You're not sitting there saying, why them? Nope. Right? Because because asking the question of why them, you already lost. You said it. You got five jobs, right? You, you're like a Jamaican in this in this industry, right? That's why. He has five yes. jobs. At some point, doing what he does, something's going to hit, yes. right? Like, I love the, um, the country Wayne. Yes. Country Wayne said something, and I thought of you. I even hit him in a DM. He said... Um, he was talking about he spends about two hundred and fifty thousand uh, a month on content, do about three hundred videos, and he says he don't print money; he prints content. Right? The phone's in my pocket, and I'm listening to it. And I said, "Wait, what did he just say?" I had to rewind. I don't print money; I print content. And I said, before I even think about what I hit him, what did you mean by this? And he broke it down to me, and I said, "God damn it, I mean yes." I mean, I, I, I got to get my content game on. Yes. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site. You can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie too for moving, installations, or cleaning. 
Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. I remember the time I got the vehicle I wanted. I dreamed about it, and I remember the very first time I saw that car in person, I knew I had to have it. And I remember getting that car at the end of 93, black on black, everything you could ever dream of. Everything that I thought that car would be, it was that and more. And I just remember getting it, driving it home. And man, I was the coolest guy in all of the world. And I drove that car and I just the way I felt when I pulled up to where there was a, a, a fast food restaurant where it was going out to meet my homeboys. It did not matter. I knew nobody could touch me. And it, sometimes I would just go out in my garage and just turn the lights on and just look at it because a small kid from Glenville, Georgia, owned a car that many other kids dreamed of owning. And here it is in my driveway, uh, in my parked in my garage. And sometimes I would just crank it up just to hear that engine purr. I was like, yeah, this me, this me. And my biggest regret of all the cars, and I've had some really nice cars in my time, was when I parted away with, with it. I don't know really why I did it because it wasn't like I was strapped for money or it was taking up too much space. It was just that, you know, at some point in time, when you only have a car that's eight years old and you only have 2,000 miles on it, you have to ask yourself. And it was costing me to to insure it and tag and title it every year uh, more than I was getting out of it. And so I parted ways with it. And uh, after I sold it, I tried to get it back, but the guy didn't want to sell it back to me. <laughs> so that was the only time that I've actually had buyer's remorse. And uh, if I had it to do it all over again, I would still have that car in my possession. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your ride or die stays running smoothly. Brake kits, LED headlights, roof racks, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motor has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And the thing is, Gil, they don't see, okay, I was in Indy last week. I couldn't fly back to L.A. I flew back to Atlanta because guess what? I'm back in Indy again. Now, I fly mm-hmm. back to L.A., but I got to turn around and come back to Jersey. Now, I can't go all the way back to L.A. got to stop in Atlanta because I got to go to Dallas. And then I, fly to, then I fly from Dallas to L.A. And then guess what? A week later, I got to be in Colorado. And then a week after that, I got to fly back to Georgia. So that's what you see. Mm-hmm. You judging me for where I am, but you don't know where I've been. And you don't know where I'm going. And I don't make, I don't make, I don't, and my sister always tells me, say, Shannon, don't burn yourself out. Shannon, you're going, you're going at a breakneck speed. I said, Libby, I asked the man above to give me this. Mm-hmm. I'm prepared for this. I'm prepared for this moment. I've always felt I could do it. But mm-hmm. I just needed somebody to give me the opportunity. Okay. I created a space. I got people to come with me. Ash. The first two people I hired for my company, Shay Shay Media, was CJ Christian Deer and Ashley Amin. Mm-hmm. I ain't got no job. Ash called me and said, Shannon, you got a job? No. Nope. She said, but I'm still going with you. Yeah. CJ, hey, Shannon, what you going to do? I said, CJ, I don't know what I'm going to do. But whatever mm-hmm. it is, I want you to be a part of it. He said, Shannon, we created something special. I want to be a part of it moving forward. Just let me know what you're going to do. I'm paying them out of my pocket. 
until I got until hey, talking to a different people, you know, talking to Colin Cowherd, talking to this group, talking to that group. But I know Colin a little bit, and I trust Jamie Horowitz because he hired me at the volume. Yep. Mm-hmm. See, this is what I believe I can do. We ain't got the nightcap yet. Start talking about nightcap, yep. Jamie and I. We sit around coming back. Who you want? I said, I think Ocho Cinco. He's like, huh? He's not doing TV. I said, but I, 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 I said, <laughs> I need somebody that was really good at football, but doesn't take himself too serious. He can joke yeah. and he can take a joke. Mm-hmm. I said, that's what you need. That's what you need. I said, because we're not going to get a chance, a second chance to get people to tune in. We're not. So we mm-hmm. got to grab them. Yep. And that's what we did. And so that's what I've done. And instead of, you know, but but I, I, I get it. I didn't, I didn't see it at first. But now after, you know, having something to say to Mike and having something to say to a few people, and I look at other people, they're creating content off of what I said. I said, well, I might as yeah. well just keep the content for myself and put it up on my own damn page and monetize it. Y'all monetize. Y'all ain't doing no work. Mm-hmm. I ain't doing no work. You know, you know what you, you know what you are right now, and this is why you gotta you gotta step back too. They don't know your work ethic, but they're judging you from a lens that is not even close to them. Now you see why someone like Kevin Durant and them will be defending himself on burner accounts. Because if you call, if you say something about Kevin, right? Kevin's probably watching right now. Oh, sure. Because that's what he If he ain't watching, he's practicing. If he ain't practicing, he's watching. He's watching his phone. He's watching the two. He's watching game tape. So when you, when someone comes at you and you, you defend yourself and people's like, yo, why is Shannon defending himself? He's not defending himself in the sense of, his integrity, he's defending his work ethic. He's defending everything he's put into it and you making it seem like it's easy. You're making it seem like what he does is just he wakes up and gets to do it. You just said your next damn three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here like, shit, that's like seven flights, eight flights, yes. that's hotel, hotel room. You're moving faster than the, the, the NBA team right now. And I still got to do the first take and I still got to do night camp and I still got to... I'm home for two days, and I got two yeah, sit-downs on Tuesday and Wednesday, then I'm out. Back to Jersey. They don't, but that's what they don't see. So when they throw the shots at you, you defending your work ethic, right? Yeah, you can talk about the interview and talk about me personally. Don't try to pretend what I'm doing, and I'm not putting that at work. You sitting behind your computer just taking jabs at me, and I'm sitting here flying across the country doing my goddamn job. And that's how some of the athletes feel when when people come at it. It's more of, like, I had to, nobody wanted me. I had to build a studio. This studio right here was built to do interviews. When I was thinking about interviewing, I was like, yeah, when I do interviews and somebody wants me in an interview, I want to set. I don't want to sit there and do my phone and do this. You know, I want to set to make it look professional so they can take me seriously. Right? right? I wake up today 3.30 to look at the what's in it because we got the one, we got the the, the, the anniversary of the year. I'm up 3.30 taking notes. Like, so I'll be on point. Let me go ahead, search this, search that because I know what it takes because I watch Greatness do what greatness does. 
Right. And 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 I I think that's what some people don't admire. They're like, yeah, man, you throw shots at Stephen A, you throw shots. I said, that's just competitiveness. Yeah. That has not what what they the, the reason I, I pay attention to everything. Like Ocho, when you said Ocho Cinco, I was like, the one person that that should be sitting on uh, social media all day is Ocho. He just has that personality. Back from 2010, 11, he was just Funny as hell. And I was like, yo, he's a social media darling, right? Jamie didn't understand that. You did, yes. right? Somebody else who's 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 sitting there who can grab numbers is Marshawn Lynch, right? I look at it for the standpoint the same way you look at it. Like, who's great combos? Is, you know, because sometimes everybody doesn't see it. No. You know, so like you and Ultra, I'll be sitting there dying laughing. It's like, these are, he makes you feel young. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, he makes Smile. Like, even when I'm watching it, I just automatically just cheese. <laughs> and, and people think it's easy. I mean, if it's easy, everybody could do it. People don't realize right. I worked on Getting Cat for over a year. A year. Damn. I started reaching out to Cat back in 2022. Yeah, maybe. I think. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. Yeah, we see. I don't like to really do. I don't like to do set down. You heard him say it. I don't do these stuff yeah. often. And to get him to sit down and to get him to feel comfortable enough to open up, uh, Monique, to get her to feel, talk to Monique. She's like, she's like, baby, uh, I'm going to need to talk to you. You're going to need, hey, put me on speakerphone. I talked to her and her husband. Mo, I ain't going to put you in a bad spot. This is your opportunity. Mm -hmm. You come on here. You speak. I, I'm not going to interrupt you. You tell your truth. That's it. You got a team. I brought a team out. First, hey, mm -hmm. whatever you need, hey. She's like, Shannon, I got to make up. I got this. I got this. I'm going to need these people to travel. No problem. Mm -hmm. Are these the people that normally travel with you? Boom, boom, boom. Got to take care of them. Do you need a place to stay? Yeah. We got all that mm -hmm. taken care of. She said, no, baby. I, I'm coming in. I'm going to do this, and I'm going to get back on the flight. Okay? Whatever you need. Do we have need to have anything? Do we need to have food catered? No, that's, hey, we could. Uh, I'm very respectful. I talk a lot of times. I talk to the guests. Uh, you mm -hmm. know, what are you are you pitching anything? You have a movie. You got a book. Mm -hmm. You have something coming out. Something you want to promote. I believe everybody should benefit from coming on Club Shay Shay. Not just Shannon. I believe mm -hmm. you should benefit if you got something you want to promote. I got almost three million subs. It's going to be seen by a lot of different people. By the time I put it up on YouTube, by the time I put it up on IG, I put it up on Twitter, I put it on my Facebook, we chop it up, put it on TikTok. A lot of eyes gonna see this. So Finish, I want everybody, I what? want every I look at it, you come into my house and I prepare the table. And I want everybody to feast. And that's and that and that's why everybody mad because you are giving out a one red carpet service. And you force everybody to step their damn game up yeah. when they wasn't ready to, right? You 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 talking about you, you you flying everybody out? You doing it? They they can't do this. They can't do it. So so what ends up happening is, are oh, we mad? And you, you done raised the price, and <laughs> you you done got LeBron James. You done got all these people in your arena. Ticket prices go up, and that's what you did on people's podcasts. Right. You put the price of red carpet event now. Yeah. Right. So there's, a, <laughs> you know, so if I want the club Shay Shay experience, goddamn, I got to go to club Shay Shay. Yeah, for sure. I can tell you this. 
No chill Gill ain't giving you none of that. <laughs> <laughs> I, and I don't, I don't, I'm not, you don't come on my, I don't, I don't judge. I, people like, well, you asked, I, you asked uh, uh, Brittany Renner. I said, I didn't ask Brittany Renner anything. She volunteered and said that. She and I had mm-hmm. a great conversation before. I talked to her. I said, Brittany, I'm not trying to put you in no bad spot. She's like, I'm an open book. She said, Shannon, I ain't got anything to hide. I've done what I've done. And I'm I'm who I am. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tell me what you need from me. She's like, I'm going to be out here. I'm going to be out here in L.A. at this certain time. I say, okay, this is the time that I normally shoot. I can move it up or back, you know, 30 minutes. I was given to accommodate you. I'm accommodating the guests. That's why I try to I try to do my I try to do my tapings, uh, uh, Gil, on Thursdays and Friday because I'm working. Okay. I, I got Sunday night nightcap. I got uh, first take. Then I got nightcap again. I got first take. And so what I'm trying to do is like, OK, I don't really have anything. And then, you know, Wednesday, I got nightcap with you. We'll have Thursday again. But OK, I can do. So I'm trying to do everything. Guess say, Shannon, I can only shoot Monday. Okay. Chris Brown said, hey, uh, I, I'm a, I love, I want to sit down with you, uh, man. He said, I appreciate the support that you're giving me. But, uh, I can only do it Friday at 8 o'clock at my mm-hmm. house. I'm there. T.I. said, yep. hey, hey, uh, hey, bro, I, 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 hey, you know I want to sit down with a Georgia homie, but I can only do Saturday at, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. There ain't a, there's not a time that a guest mm-hmm. can say, Shannon, I can sit down in which I will not have that team ready. So ain't no okay. off days. If you work with Club Shay Shay or you work with Nightcap, there is no day off. Because I yeah. call you on, you on call like a doctor. It's stat. <laughs> Code A, you on call. I call, it might be a Thursday. If I call, if I call this team and say, hey, we got an interview tomorrow at 2, I guarantee you that thing going to be lined up. When that guest come in, he going to get mic'd up or he going to get mic'd up and we ready to go. That's how we operate. If you don't want to operate on doctor's rules, doctor's code, on 24-hour notice, hey, Shay Shay Media ain't the place for you. It's really that simple. There's only one way we're going to do things. This is my way right here. And everybody knows that. Ash, Ash, hey, she's on call all the time. She's hitting me up. Shannon, what do you think about this? Shannon, what do you think about that? A lot of stuff she does handles like he's not gonna do that. He don't want to do any of that. No, he's gonna be mad if y'all do this. But that's the way we operate, Grill. We are a well-oiled machine. Well oiled. And I said, look, this is what look, this, this my team, immediate team, this is where we're gonna take our vacation. Now, if you need to take a vacation before that, you're probably gonna come back and ain't gonna have a job. Ooh, this is the way we're going to do it. Now, you want in? I'm going to pay you a great salary. A great salary. I'm talking about great. Jordan, you're going to get a great salary. You're going to fly. You're going hey, to stay at a great hotel. You're going to get everything comp, but I'm going to need you X, Y, and Z. You want to work out? He loves working out. Don't let work out get in the way of what we got to do now. If you got to take your ass at midnight and go work out, go work out at midnight. But don't you miss nothing. Man, you, man, uh, man I, I, I damn near want a job. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but I hope everybody, I hope everybody is taking notes because you, 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 you asking the question, why is someone successful? And he's telling you exactly why. And I'm 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 sitting here like okay so look I need to get I need to get my shit together right because you know there there's levels there's steps to this yeah. right you know and and 
having a solid team, you know, is step one. Yeah, yeah. Having one that really believes in the brand of step one, and from there, you know, just putting heads together. But you know, I'm I'm always in awe of listening to, you know, why you're at the top, right? We can all sit here and guess and stuff, but there is a machine, and the machine oh, is you. Oh, we work. Yeah, oh, we it's work. You. Oh, okay. It ain't no ifs and a buts about it. And people like, you know, and I'm like, hey, well, yeah, we think this is a guy. I say, well, okay, what's his work ethic? Nah, I said, well, it ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna work. I mean, you come up with this thing, we working. We work because people say, people like, I, well, I want this, this, and this, but are you willing to work for it? Are you willing to pay the price that it takes to be successful? I am. I know what it takes to be successful. I've been successful at damn near everything that I've done. Mm-hmm. But there's a price to be paid for that. There's a work ethic that needs to go in. There's a study habit. And hey, I ain't got no problem with working because I've worked mm-hmm. harder for less. So if I can work yeah. and I work harder for other people, I say, so if I can work that hard and I'm getting a check, now I like this marketplace. Because I can create, there ain't no, ain't no, ain't no salary cap on this. Right. I can make as much money as, as the content. If I produce great content and people like my content, there ain't no telling how much I can make. Huh. But I love that aspect of it. Yes. I love putting it on me because I don't have the luxury of having somebody that's going to cut me a check. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we going to eat. <laughs> we gonna eat, but we gonna work. You eat what you kill, though, Gil. That's that's a simple plot. You eat what you kill. Yeah. Well, old lion's stomach start to rumble. He like, damn, we ain't killed nothing today, Friday. What we gonna do? <laughs> well, we got to get on that grind. We got to get better at our tactics in which mm-hmm. we can corner this animal. Well, we got to get better at our tactics in which we can create this content in which people want to consume. They want to see it. They want to hear it. That's how we do it, Gil. That's how we do it. And I've got great teammates that want that want to do this. And if they don't, can't be here. Gil, I tell tell everybody the same thing my grandfather told my my brother and I. He said, y'all ain't got to do nothing, but you just can't do it here. You ain't got to work hard. You just can't Mm -hmm. do it here. You Mm -hmm. got to give, hey, I need everything. What you want? You want 401k? Boom. You want health and benefits? Boom. You want to keep, what were you making? Okay, I'm going to give you 35000 more than what you was making. But I'm very demanding. You, you can see my person. I'm very demanding. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that's what they want. And that's what we get. We, we, we travel good. Yeah, let's get to your MVP picks. Nikola Jokic, 26, 12, and 9. Nuggets, 36, and 13. Shea, 35, 31, 5 and a half, 6 and a half. 37 and 17. Giannis Antetokounmpo, Greek freak, 31, 11, six and a half. 35 and 21. Luka Doncic, 34 points, nine rebounds, nine and a half assists, 32 and 23. And Jason Tatum, 27, 8.65, 43 and 12. Who's your MVP right now? I'm going to go with Shea. Okay. And the reason I'm going to go with Shea is it's the youngest team in the NBA. Correct. No one had this team at two at the All-Star break. You have a young guy leading a young team 
and he's putting up the same numbers as guys who have superstars with them. So it's hard for me to give a superstar the benefit of the doubt when he has another player with him and you have a guy who has not one proven soul following his lead. Right. He is Shannon Sharp in round <laughs> June, right? I ain't, I ain't got no job right now. I don't know what we're going to do, but I know I want you with right. me. And he, he's taking them to the promised land right now. So it's like, that's who I'm going with. That's the MVP. You think he, you think he could do enough to finish out the season as the MVP? Uh, to be honest, man, if, if voters are voting on what an MVP is, if his team is top three, It'd be it'd be wild because Minnesota, you have a you have Ant Man, you have Rudy, you you have Cat, right? Right? You know, Lake the Clippers shit. You got damn near why Paul four, George Harden and uh, Russell and coming, coming up, up the bench. Denver, you're the champions, right? Denver, you are the, the defending champions, so you should be number one. So the only the only person in here who does not have a resume or a team that has a resume is Shay, and he's putting up 30. So it's going to be hard to knock him off. Like, you will have to be so biased and try to justify him not winning it because no one put him in his category here. Right. Believe the Lakers can turn it around after the All-Star game. A Laker-Warriors elimination game would give the standing, would give the standing, give us now. Lakers has considerable work remaining uh, to, to move up to the eighth spot. But the Lakers have played much better late and could play even better once Dinwiddie acclimates himself. I think the thing for me, Gil, I, what I love most about the Lakers is that the way they played when LeBron didn't play. That lets me know that when he comes back, what they're capable of. I saw D-Lo. D-Lo has been unbelievable. Anthony mm-hmm. Davis has been healthy. He's been a monster. He's going to be on the All-NBA team. Austin Reed just gets better, better, and better. And I love the Dinwiddie edition. I believe he's going to get it better. And Rui Hachimura. Rui, been spectacular. How, <laughs> how high do you believe they can go? Can they get to the five? Can they get to the six? Are they relegated? Do you believe they're going to remain in the play-in? Because right now they're nine. Uh, the sixth spot is oper- uh, by the Pelicans at 33. So they're, they're like three games back of the uh, Pels. I I actually think they can get to six. Um, it all is all going to really depend on this. When they're when they don't have LeBron, it seems like it seems like a student when the uh, the substitute teacher gets mm-hmm. there, right? They, they themselves, right? They themselves act like that. Like I need Rui and all them be you when LeBron gets back. Get out the fanboy tactic. Get out the, you know, LeBron, I need to worry about what LeBron's thinking. Fuck what he's thinking. Be you, he will adjust to you. That's what makes guys great. They will adjust to you. He is going to be looking at, all right, you guys are doing this. All right, I can can take a couple days off, right? And then when you really need me to step up, I can step up. But they have to really go in and 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 be aggressive. And if they if they get to come out and be aggressive while LeBron is on that floor, I think they can get six. Time for our last segment of the day, where we answer y'all super chat questions. 
is called Q and A. Check this, Gail. Hey, Uncle man. <laughs> All right. Him underscore 910 asks, do you think the NBA could somehow incorporate Ice Cube's big three during the All-Star weekend if the NBA and Cube could come to some kind of agreement? And now that I think about it, I'm kind of mad that I said that because I'm a fan of Cube and I put out the three, like, um, <laughs> you know, um, if it would be, it would be uh, appreciated by retired players in Cube if you try to really incorporate the three-on-three into the All-Star game and really give back not necessarily to Cube himself, but give back to your legacy because your legacy is in that. Dr. J is there. Brent Berry is there. You know, Rick Horn, right? The guys are there. So you're not giving back to him. You're giving back to them, right? So to try to incorporate this three-on-three and they could be the coaches of it, it'd be for a great story. Um, it doesn't infringe on what the NBA is doing, having a three, like your retired players who are retiring, they have a place to go. You should be part of that. R. Stone said, we need a dunk contest of champions. What you mean? And them guys old. Who dunk? What what champions? Man, Michael Jordan, Mike, like 60. Man, my ain't been a dunk no more, man. Oh, the man, only one probably no. Vince. Vince like forty seven. He can dunk still though, but you know, yeah, yeah. he ain't but getting up like he once could. I, I think they should do this. I think they should uh, put a rule in anybody who enters the dunk contest. Right, you pay them, and that contract is a three year contract unless they are hurt. So now, like somebody like a Jalen Green and you got these dunkers, so like, you know, somebody like Zach Levine and them, you have them for three years and you get to protect your integrity of the dunk contest for at least three years. And you just keep moving entities in, you know, John Morant, I get them for three years, right? The Zion, I can get them for three. And you try to protect it that way where you can, you know, lock them down to a three-year contract instead of going each year trying to figure out, you know what I mean? Who's going to participate this year? Uh, <laughs> Stephanie Warfield asked, Gil, how do you feel about women's feet? As, as for what? I'm going to just... Uh, Put them in your mouth. <laughs> Are they clean? Man, unless they got vinegar on them, I ain't putting them in my mouth. They got to be pigs. Hey, All the time I put pigs feet. Uh, I'm, listen, uh, I'm what they call shallow. Oh, <laughs> uh, I got my eye. I got my eye on the ball. Uh, I'm not. I don't care about your fingernails and nip. where I'm going. Is it good? If it's good, I don't care about the grass. Okay? So now we nightcap after dark. God dang it, Gil! I was trying to get out of here, and then you go got this nightcap after dark. Lord have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen, hey, listen, when I walk in, if there's roaches on the wall, how's the food here? Is the food's good? I can, hey, I don't know. Oh, I, I, I can oh, the roaches, huh? I might, if shit, I, I, I crusty, I mean, but it's good. I might need to let you and Ocho have a, have a, 
I'm gonna show them. I'm kiss them. Hey, I'm gonna kiss them. I'm gonna kiss them corners, baby. Come uh, on, there you go, baby. Nah, I'm gonna go to the. I'm gonna go to the drawer and get a pair of my socks and put on your feet. <laughs> hey, socks on. Listen, if you got your t-shirt on because you you care about your your, your stretch marks, on Oh Lord, that's not for. I'm not here to judge. Oh, Gil, man, Gil, say it ain't so, Gil. I come on, Gil. I'm here to enjoy, not judge. I thought you, Gil, I thought you, you know, oh, this man here, this man said he don't care about nothing. Hey, 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 you might have been the Hooper. You might have been the Hooper back in the day, and you got you got black toes. Like, I don't know, but I'm not going to judge. Hey, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Ocho just commented and said, Gil lied, he be on them toes heavy. Nah, Gil said he be on the toes heavy. Yeah, Gil on the toes. Gil say he, Gil say he ain't got the, Gil say, hey, look here. He ain't got no standards. Not, not, not no, listen, not no toes and no hands. Listen. Gil say hey, anything, he, twos and fuse, threes and fours. <laughs> they, hey, everybody look pretty when them lights go out. 180, <laughs> two, tw- hey, 210, you know, 180, you ain't a lady. 210 count hey. in. 220, I hey, had a mini. Hey, 220, you just can't get on top. You know what I mean? I'm trying to breathe after. You hey, know what I mean? That's it. Ocho say, uh, uh, uh. Ocho say, you eat cakes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what's the flavor? <laughs> what's the flavor? <laughs> I need some water. I got to choke up in here. <laughs> What's the flame? <laughs> oh, Joe, you, you and Gil need to do a segment after dark. I would do What's the first the hour, then you and Gil take over. <laughs> nah. Throw a little whipped cream in there. Uh, oh, Joe, oh, oh, Joe, say you his guy, because uh, uh, that's what he do too. <laughs> Woo, oh, Joe, man. Uh, Trey said, hey, guys, love the show. Caught pneumonia. Could I get a prayer? Love, Unc. Been watching early. Undisputed. Let the haters talk. You going up. Trey, bro, I'm glad you're back with us, bro. I am sorry because I know that pneumonia gets you down, boy. It had me down. But I couldn't take no days off. But I had to, I had to fight through it, Trey. But I'm glad, bro. I am glad you're better. I'm glad you're back on your feet. Thanks for the support. And everybody uh, in the chat is sending you love and prayers. Make sure you feel better, stay better, bro. We really appreciate you. D-Row asks, yes, if we keep score for 30 days, you and RC, who is the cleanest? Who wins? Man, I retired my crown as best, the best dress. Man, y'all know what I do. Man, y'all really? know what I do. I, I mean, I just, I didn't, I didn't, I, I stopped like going overboard with the dress because I didn't want people to take the ball and go home. <laughs> but they they know me. They know they know what I bring to the table. They know I keep that thing. Was, was you like that when you played? Was you into nah, nah, we, I didn't. The only time I wore a suit is uh, when we traveled. I didn't wear a suit to the game like a lot of these guys do now. But I dressed up. Uh, you know, okay. had turtlenecks and and you know jeans and had uh, Chelsea boots or you know different different stuff like that. But I I didn't I didn't come to the game with a t shirt on like some of these guys the flip flop. But uh, I, I, I was very presentable. I always cared about how I looked. Um, even when I didn't really have any money, I had Lee jeans and Izod and Fox shirts and Jabos and had all that stuff. So I, I was one of those guys that that always, you know, cared about my appearance and uh, made sure I was 
you know, clean, even though you can't tell now I got to shave in the morning. But, uh, but no, no. RC, RC, you know you can't see me. Who this? <laughs> oh, the, now this man, Ocho, told me he the best dressed with ease. <sighs> oh, have mercy, Ocho. <laughs> I, I, listen, I can't compete. I, I'm not even going to lie. Here. <laughs> I don't know if I'm a 36 or a 38. Huh? <laughs> you just you just grab it and throw it on, huh? <laughs> I just <laughs> look, oh, look. Listen, hey y'all, y'all think I'm playing? Look, I get dressed to pretend that my shit together. Uh, I got listen. I got this on with flip flops. Oh uh, uh, yeah, right? but you but see, you in, you in, you in, you inside, so you good. As long as you don't leave your house like that, you straight. Oh, I went to the mall like oh, this. Oh Lord, huh? have mercy. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> <laughs> I was at the mall like this, huh? Mm-mm. I don't wear flip. I, I, I mean, man, I don't wear flip flops. Mm-hmm. I don't wear sandals yeah. no more. Um, like right, like if I'm at the house, uh, I wear Crocs in the house because you know, Shelly say I'm dirty, so I got to take my shoes off at the door, put the Crocs on. Uh, I got shoes that I take the dog out the back with, or I walk the dog around the neighborhood. So. Mm-hmm. No, but sometimes, sometimes, Gil, when I'm just, I run to the store, but it's early in the morning. It's like as soon as uh, 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 the supermarket open, it's open at 7, I'm there at 7.02. I'm normally the first guy in there grab what I got to grab, and I'm up out of there, so so I don't get too dressed. But if I'm going and I think somebody might see me, now the worst they're probably going to see me is with workout clothes. Because a lot of times, sometimes I stop by after working out, and I got workout clothes, mm-hmm. but I ain't, I ain't shabby, I ain't. I ain't haggardly or anything like that, but I, I I try to be as presentable as possible when I step out. Okay, okay, okay. D Love asks, "Uh, do you have a clothing line?" Nope, but I'm about to get one. We're working on it. We're working on it, D Love. We're working on it. We we we're working on it. We put some. Uh, we've been working on it for now for about three four months, and so I think we're gonna have something here in the next month that I'm very very excited about. Very. Very, very, very D Love excited about. Uh, you gotta send me a package. I got you. Please, Large. please make sure y'all hit that subscribe button. Make sure you hit the like button. Please make sure y'all you guys subscribe to the Nightcap Podcast feed. Uh, thank you guys for selling out Shea by Laportier. We do not have any in stock. We are taking pre-orders and we pin the link at the top. Also, make sure you like and subscribe to Gills Arena his channel on YouTube. The show airs Monday through Thursday, live, 11.30 a.m. Pacific, 2.30 Eastern Pacific. Uh, please also subscribe to Gil's personal YouTube page, No Chill Gil. Let's get his subs up. Let's try to get him. He, he needs to get that, uh, that gold plaque. That's a million subs. Uh, we've also been nominated for the NAACP Image Award for Art, Sports, and Entertainment Outstanding Podcast. We pinned that link. Please make sure you go vote for us. Again, Gills, make sure you like and subscribe to Gills Arena channel on YouTube. The show airs Monday through Thursday live, 1130 a.m. Pacific time. And please also go to and subscribe to his personal YouTube page. That's No Chill Gill. Let's help Gill get his subs up. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Nightcap. I'm your favorite, Unc Shannon Sharp. 
He's your favorite number zero Arizona Wildcat legend, wizard legend, uh, all-star, Hibachi, Gilbert Arenas. See you tomorrow, guys. See you tomorrow. Oh, not me. I'll be in the chat. <laughs>